Good evening, everybody. We've all been having a great New Year's Day. Wonderful to see so many people here at Mass. In my time as a priest, I have come to believe that one of, if not the greatest confusion, theologically, spiritually, that Catholics have is over the issue or the reality of faith. What exactly is faith? I found that most people tend to confuse faith with vision. Faith is belief in things you cannot see. Vision is the ability to see things. Angels, God, whatever it is. But in the minds of so many people, the individual who has the strongest faith is the one who's having visions and apparitions and who sees and who never questions. It all makes perfect sense. But the reality is, faith is exactly the opposite. The person who has the strongest faith is the one who keeps believing even when it's dark, even when it does not make sense, even when you're tempted to not believe. To be able to persevere, to be able to continue to believe, this is what true faith is. Not vision. Not what we get in the next life in the kingdom of heaven. And so probably no place do we see this confusion more focused than in the figure of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We have so many people. Mary indeed is the icon, the image of the perfect faith. But when we think of that, we think, well, obviously, Mary, she always believed. It was never a struggle. She knew God existed. She saw the angel. It all made perfect sense. She just kind of sailed through life and then got to heaven. But if Mary is the great believer, and faith is about believing when you do not see, then Mary, potentially more than anyone else, faced the greatest darkness the greatest temptations, the greatest lack of vision. But she never gave up. She continued to persist in prayer, and she pretended to move forward. Think of it. Indeed, we know that Mary had the vision of the angel of the Annunciation who appeared to her, but then that's it. I mean, no more apparitions, no more angels speaking to her, the angels speaking to Joseph. We have no evidence of anything else. She witnessed Jesus' miracles. Again, she raised Jesus and she knew through faith that he was the son of God. But it was not vision. And so it makes it, if we understand that, potentially, uh, Mary a little bit more accessible. I think a lot of the times we struggle with Mary in devotion because, well, Mary is so far out there. She never struggled, she never sinned, she never had a difficult time, she always believed, she saw God, all that. Mary did not have the beatific vision. She did not see God face to face while on earth. So what can we learn from this? If we believe that Mary is the great believer, the one who believed through the darkness, how can we adapt that to our own life? How can we learn from her? I think there are sort of a couple of ways we can. I'm going to try my best to explain them today. 
One, though, is not so much what Mary did do that we can imitate, but what Mary did not do. When, in faith, faith, she was faith of darkness. Mary did not try to figure it out. Mary did not sit for hours on end, ruminating, trying to figure out what God's plan was. How this is all going to work out. The angel appeared to her and said, yeah, you're going to be the mother of God. And she gave her fiat, her yes. But then the angel left. The angel didn't say, well, next you have to do this, 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 and this. This is how it's all going to turn out. None of that happened. She got a message from the prophet Simeon saying, okay, he's going to be the rise and fall of many. A sword's going to pierce your heart. But that is about it. It wasn't all spelled out for her. She had to press on in darkness and through some pretty significant trials. She's going to be the mother of God, but all of a sudden, there's not a place to have birth. She has to go to a stable. She has to leave to go to a different country because all of a sudden, people are trying to kill her kid. But yet, she continued to move forward. God's plan was revealed to her, but she had, we have no evidence of her sitting trying to figure it all out. Most of her time was in darkness, up until the cross, and even on Holy Saturday. What is this all about? But I believe, and I'm not giving up, and I'm keeping the press on. This is so important for us, because I see so often people who are struggling with darkness, struggling with trials in their life, and believing in God, exhibiting faith, but trying to figure it out. That they're going to sit and think about it enough, they're going to figure out God's plan. They're going to put all the pieces together, and it's going to make sense. No, it's not. Because that attempt to do that, as noble and pious as it sounds, nine times out of ten is in a desire to control. If we understand it, if we know exactly what God is doing and where the road is going to lead, then we don't have to trust because we know it here. But the Lord usually does not do that. And it is a waste of our energy, and it leads to a lot of anxiety to sit and worry about it. Mary did not do that. There was no anxiety. She didn't drive Joseph crazy worrying about things. She pressed on believing in the words of the Lord. She never grasped to control. Instead, she allowed it to be done unto her. So what she did not do was try to ruminate and understand and make it all make sense. I'm not trying to say that we shouldn't try to understand our faith. I'm not trying to say that it's blind faith. But in these certain situations, particularly how our life is going to plan out, or what God's plan is for our life, or what we can expect, particularly when things get dark and very, very difficult, that's the problem we try to figure it out. We trust that the Lord is going to make it make sense. So what did Mary do in a positive level if she didn't sit and ruminate and try to figure it out? I think she did several things. First, and probably the most important, and this is something that I've been thinking about and talking about a lot lately, after the angel appeared to her in the, in, in the Annunciation, the angel left, then what did Mary do? Mary didn't sit and try to figure it out. She didn't ruminate. She didn't try to understand. She left immediately with haste 
to go to serve her cousin Elizabeth, who was pregnant with John the Baptist. Mary went, instead of trying to understand, she went to serve and to love. She went to serve and to love, putting others first. So if indeed we really want to have any kind of grasp or understanding, we have got to go out of oneself, not into ourselves. If we really want to get any kind of understanding what's going on, it's going to come through love, not thinking really, really hard about it. And so that's what Mary did. She went about her business loving, serving, doing what she had to do. We can't stop doing that in when things get dark. In fact, the only thing that sometimes makes sense when things are dark and do not, or are not coming together as we wish, is we can still love. We can still love God, and we can still love neighbor as I did, as, as she did. Second, as scripture says today, she took these things and she meditated on them in her heart. It's prayer. Not sitting and trying to figure it all out, but putting it in her heart. I don't know a better way to describe this, but it's like taking bread or, or, or dough and kneading it, going over it, not to try to grasp it, but in order for it to rise. But you got to let it go. you got to put it off at the side so it does rise after you knead it. And that's what Mary's prayer was like. She did what she could. She put it in her heart, but she was going to let the Spirit do the rest. The Spirit was going to be there acting in her life until she can maintain peace and not be riddled with anxiety. And third and finally, with all of this, and it's the key thing, and I've sort of alluded to it already, Mary let things be revealed to her. As time went on, as God's plan unfolded, she understood when it was time. She grasped it when it was time. She understood when it was time because she had been praying, because she had been praying over these things in her heart. When things happened, when she heard a word, when something happened, she could know that it was God doing this because she had prepared her heart in faith. That even through the darkness, even though she didn't fully understand or comprehend, she could still press forward. This is what Mary did, and what we as Christians, and particularly as Catholics who honor Our Lady, can do by imitating her. Whenever things get dark, whenever we're called to have great faith, but not only to imitate Mary, but to realize that she's not only the mother of Jesus, but our mother. When Jesus gave Mary to John and John to Mary, that she became our mom. And so in our prayers today and throughout our lives and our devotion to Mary, whether it be through our novenas, our rosary, our consecrations, to be able to help ask Mary to teach us how to believe, how to love, how to persevere when things get dark, and to always grow in our life of faith and love for Christ. Amen.